Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Hey, good morning, everybody. So glad we're together. It is wonderful to keep moving deeper in this series called Family Matters. And as we're celebrating this nation's birthday on uh, July the 2nd, I thought it would be great if the focus of the message today would be on time. Not on time, but time. In Psalm 46, verse 10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I love this verse, but I found a little different way of translating it in a version called God's Word Translation. Listen to what it says. Let go of your concerns, then you will know that I am God. The Hebrew meaning of the phrase is actually a command to stop, relax, chill out, back out a little bit of the stress and the intensity that you feel. And as I was thinking about this this weekend and this holiday that we call July 4th and Independence Day, I have to tell you, I look forward to it every year. Not just the hamburgers and the hot dogs and the fireworks, but I actually look forward to doing what Scripture says and push pause on my watch and on my phone and relax. Be still and know that God is in control. And I think that is crucial in the life of every family that we better understand how we use our time. In fact, I thought it would be good just to have a little fun. You know I love statistics. So how do Americans use their time? Here's here's some insight. Sleep, eight hours and 33 minutes, weekdays. I don't know if you're getting that, but you're supposed to. Nine hours, 28 minutes, weekends, and holidays. I can't remember the last time I slept nine and a half hours. Work. 89% of full-time workers spend 8.5 hours at work each day and five hours working on weekends. I don't know if you know this, but we are one of the few countries in the world that work this much. And you know what? It's too much. Household. On the inside, 18 minutes house cleaning per day, 11 minutes doing laundry per day, and 34 minutes cooking with an added cleanup. Wow. Household on the outside, 14 minutes a day on average doing outside housework and 45 minutes per day taking care of our finances. What about watching TV? Now this sounds more accurate. Two hours and 48 minutes per day on average we spend watching TV. Exercise and sports, men, you spend an average of one hour and 42 minutes a day Uh, with exercise and sports. I don't know if that counts the watching of it. Women, 18 minutes per day. Now, don't get mad, ladies. 
you're exercising all the time with everything you're doing around the house and the kids and, and all that stuff. I'm just giving you the stats. Eating and drinking one hour and 11 minutes. And I will tell you, if you were in Europe, it would be more like three hours because they know how to be still and eat. Shopping, 46 minutes grocery shopping and 15 minutes per day shop, 50 minutes per day shopping for other things. What about kid time? Men, you spend about an hour and 18 minutes with your kids. Women, two hours and 49 minutes. And some of you ladies are already thinking, what men did they actually survey? Then, uh, what about this? Pet time. Got to get it in. 45 minutes per day walking that dog. Personal grooming, 51 minutes per day, and socializing. 38 minutes weekdays per day, and 59 minutes on weekends. Now, who even knows where they got all of these surveys and these stats? But here's what I do know. When you and I think about family matters, we need to listen to what the late Barbara Bush said, at the end of your life, you will never regret not having passed one more test, not winning one more verdict, or not closing one more deal. You will regret time not spent with a husband, a friend, a child, or a parent. I'm going to do something I hope is helpful. It's biblical. It's not too heavy but here's the challenge. I'm going to share four life-changing insights about time from God's Word. But what we need to do is listen. We need to apply it. Are you ready? Push the pause button. Be still. Relax. And let's know that God is speaking to us right now. Here's number one. Ecclesiastes 3.1, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Now, if you were to open your Bible to Ecclesiastes, you would see the list. There is a time for. But I just want to take that one part of the verse and give you this insight. Are you ready? Make time and be available. Make time and be available. Here's the essence of what that verse is saying to us. And it's so applicable to today. We need to understand the season of activity that God has placed us in. Understand what that season is. If you need help, go, go look at Ecclesiastes. We're not really sure who the author is. Many people think it is King Solomon, but... Regardless of the author, you can go look and say, there's a season for this and there's a season for that. I just want you to stop and ask the question, what season are you in? God wants you to understand the activity that you're in. Watch this. Is it too much? Is it too little? How about this? Does the season of activity you're in please God? God's all about having fun. God's all about... Uh, doing things that matter. But we got to do a reset on this one. In fact, more than anything, 
I think we need to realize that today is the day to make time for those we love. I love this quote from Harvey McKay. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. But once you've lost it, you can never get it back. Now remember, we're in a series called Family Matters. Can I just say it pretty plainly, the way the title describes it? Your family matters. Your family, you, you matter. And it is time, we need to make time and be available. And, and I want to really ask you the question, the season of activity that you're in right now, are you making time to be available to God and are you ready for this? Are you making yourself available? Are you choosing to be available to God in a way that you are in sync with Him and, and when we are, we're in sync with other people activities in our lives i love this first insight in fact i had to really learn this in a very unique way because as a young pastor with a family and children coming along i can remember Kay looked at me and she said one day she goes when are you going to make time for us i was making time for everybody else and it seemed right because i was in ministry and, it, and that was important God gave me a lot of people to care for over the years. But you know what I realized? I had to make time and be available to Kate. And you know what I started doing? I started putting K time and kid time on my calendar. And when somebody would ask me, are you available? I didn't explain it to them. I would just say I have a very important appointment. And I was available to God in my devotions. And I was available to Kay and my kids. And that helped to balance the season of activity that I was in. Now that's the first insight. Let me give you the next one. Let's build on this. Uh, let, let's actually build a beautiful house right, right now this morning. Proverbs 25, 13, and I've done it, uh, taken it from the English Standard Version. Like the cold of snow in the time of harvest is a faithful messenger to those who send him. He refreshes the soul of his masters. Now, let me do this again. Let me explain what King Solomon was saying and the wisdom he shared. It was very simple. He says, when someone sends a courier to a person in need. Now, in Solomon's day, it could have been a very direct message. It could have been about politics. It could have been military. It could have been family. But he's taking this insight and he says, when someone sends a courier to a person that we care about, the messenger is actually entrusted with a life-saving dispatch. Can, can I say something without being irritating? Do you mind? We talk a lot, and a lot of the stuff we talk about is not really life-changing. We've got a lot to say, but I think sometimes we need to be more focused. And literally, here is the second insight. It's about time, do you get the emphasis? 
It's about time to be agreeable. Now, what, what are we talking about here? I believe God sends family and friends, but specifically I want to talk about children. I believe that God sends family and friends and our children at different ages to be messengers from God that refresh us. I, I have some incredible people in my life. I don't have uh, a, a close-knit group of uh, hundreds, but I have some very key people in my life especially my children, and I'm even seeing it in my granddaughters, where literally I'm being challenged with the refreshing message that they bring to be, are you ready for this? To be agreeable. Now, now why do I say that? Have you ever noticed that a lot of people are negative? Anybody? Are you raising your hands? I can't see you. Raise them higher. There's a lot of people that, and, and let me put it like this, their message is, you're the messenger, and, and the message oftentimes people give first in many different ways is the word no. No, we're not going to do it. No, we can't. Here, let me do it as a dad. Are you ready? I found myself with teenagers doing this. Dad, can I? No. Dad, can we? No. But Dad, no. As my children were growing up, I began to realize, especially when they were young, into adolescence, and then as teens, and now adults, I need to be agreeable. Why? Because my children are fresh, refreshing messengers from God. What would happen if we started out every conversation with, I want to make this work? Is it a yes? Can, how do we agree together? Have you ever heard of the great theologian Nicholas Sparks? <laughs> now some of you are like, who's that? And it, Some of you fiction readers, yeah, you'll know. He said, I learned what is obvious to a child. The life is simply a collection of little lives. Each live one day at a time. That each day should be spent finding beauty in flowers and poetry and talking to animals. That a day spent with dreaming and sunsets, are you ready for this? And refreshing breezes cannot be bettered. Guys, come on. We're going to have a lot of conversations, serious ones, with our children and them with us. How, how do we literally understand that God gives a child to an adult to help harvest a crop of restoration and spiritual refreshment? It's time to be less disagreeable and more agreeable. We need to learn to say yes. Okay. Uh, let's do this third uh, insight, shall we? The third insight is John 2, verse 4. Jesus said to her, Dear woman, what is that to you and to me? My time to act 
and to be revealed has not yet come. This verse is smack dab in the middle of a story, and I read the Amplified Version because I think this third insight is essential. Take your time and be adaptable. Take your time and be adaptable. Now, actually, we covered this story on Mother's Day. We talked about Jesus and Mary and the wedding at Cana. And you're like, well, pastor, why are we revisiting? Because if you're like me, uh, I, I need another uh, moment of insight and wisdom. Jesus gives us that with, with Mary, his mother. They're at a wedding in Cana, and the Jewish people knew how to have fun. Time didn't matter to them. When they were at a wedding, listen to this, the reception lasted a week. The host put everybody up. And in this scenario, which was real, this was a real moment in Jesus' life, they ran out of wine. They ran out of it. Mary must have had some kind of responsibility as a, a hostess. She goes to Jesus and said, hey, they're out of wine. Jesus goes, do you mind if I put it in my own words? Come on, Mom. It's not my time yet. But don't forget this third insight. If families are going to matter, time flies. So we have to make it count. And Jesus reminds us as he's talking to his mother to take our time. Take your time and be adaptable. Let, let's be clear about something. How we think about things is not always going to be how somebody else thinks about it. Are, are you on my page yet? As families, coming together is one of the most important things on a regular basis. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's more difficult. But remember what we've covered so far, right? We've said make time and be available, make time, it's about time, be agreeable. This time, take your time and be adaptable. Jesus was willing to adapt to Mary's request. I, I can remember a time, let me show you a couple of pictures. Uh, a few years ago, not too many ago, Kay and I went to Colorado. We took our daughter Mary, and this is us on the top of the summit at Pikes Peak. Yes, that is snow. It's not a white carpet. It was cold. It was amazing. We had a blast. But let me show you another Colorado picture. Are you ready for this? I took this picture, panoramic. Mary looked at me and said, Dad, on our way back to Denver, we don't want to take any tolls. I know the way. Okay, now, now remember, I'm making time to be available with my girls. It's about time, and I said, fine. Let's, I, I want to be agreeable, okay? But now, you got to take your time to be adaptable. Mary is leading us. All of a sudden, we're on the top of an incredible mountain on a dirt road. Nowhere near the interstate. Nowhere near any signs. With switchbacks. Here's what happens. Mary and, and, and her, her mother, Kay, have got their heads bare. Because it's 
gorgeous, it's beautiful, but it's scary. No guardrails, no nothing. I'm having a blast. I'm loving it. I'm calling out things. Then we stop, and they're like, where are you going? I said, I'm taking a picture. And what I, what, what I realized was, it is one of my most fond memories on a trip with Mary, because Mary wanted to do something different. It wasn't what any of us thought, but in that moment, I realized that you got to take your time and be adaptable. Take your time and be adaptable. I don't want you to miss the scripture with Jesus. Don't overthink it when he's with Mary, his mother, at the wedding. We must hold fast to biblical teaching, but with an open mind. Now, hear me on this. I don't have time to preach this, but, but listen carefully to what I'm going to say. The word of God is the word of God. Quit trying to change the word of God. God's word was created to change us. But in the midst of that, we as adults raising children, partnering at all ages, we have to keep an open mind to what God is doing in the season and in the moment. We can't afford to let go of the biblical principle. Jesus was the Messiah. Jesus uh, created, uh, turned, there's my word, turned water into wine. It was his first miracle that launched his messianic ministry. But he didn't let his mama down. And I want you to think about it. Take your time and be adaptable. There's one more, and I love this. This is fun. Galatians 6, 9 through 10. Paul, the apostle, writes, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Verse 10. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Now, this is out of the New International Version. And I want, I want you to understand what Paul is writing. So let me give you the fourth insight. There's no time to lose. Be authentic adventurers. Now, you're looking at me going, Drew, how do you, how do you get that out of the verse? Well, let's be faithful to Scripture. Paul was writing... If we don't give up doing what is right in the eyes of God. Whoa, whoa, just stop. Stop right there. In whose eyes? The world's eyes? The culture's eyes? The woke eyes? The, the, the family? Uh, friends? Everybody wants us to do it? They're, no, no, no. In the eyes of God. Do it right in the eyes of God. And he says, if you don't give up doing what's right in God's eyes at the proper time. Uh-oh. Do, do you see it? We're full circle, the season, in the proper season, at the right moment, God promises us a harvest of blessings. We can never give up doing the right thing in God's eyes. We must dedicate the time God has given us back to Him. When was the last time you said, God, I, I'm up this morning, this is your day? 
This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Whatever happens today between now and when I go to bed, every minute, every second is yours. I try to do that, but that's hard, isn't it, church? It's difficult. But there's no time to lose. In fact, I broke this down into two very important words in my life. The first word is authentic. You see it right there on this, the screen. Be authentic. If we're going to faithfully stay focused on our families, we must be prepared to stay the course. Too often people give up what matters the most because of pressure from outside forces. The culture. What's in, in vogue? Can I use that phrase? It's old. But, but what's happening? We give in. We don't do the right thing. And now, we, we could do a whole message on when we're, when we're tempted by sin. Who isn't tempted? Then, then we have a tendency to give in. But we're not, I, notice I didn't say be perfect. I said be authentic. And what I want you to understand is families, time flies. Now's the moment to make it count. Be authentic. And don't give up. Don't quit. Be a blessing to everyone you can be. Starting with, look at what he says, the community of faith that we belong to. Do you mind if I expand that for a moment? First, I think the community of faith that we've been learning about in this series is your family. That's that's your community of faith. And my prayer is they know Jesus. They have a relationship with Jesus. We need, to, we need to make sure Christ is the center of our lives and our homes. And then Paul is also saying the community of faith, your church. Come on, let, let's, let's quit skirting the issue. We all need to be in a church community of faith that's biblically based where there is love and grace, and do you mind the, the word? Accountability. We need that. We need to be authentic. And specifically, Paul doesn't write this, but I want to add something here. Authenticity must be rooted in a transformational love for God. I really believe God wants us to keep recreating that love that we have for him and you know how he's allowed us to do that practicing that with the people that we love and I, I wish I had more time to talk about this but forgiveness is crucial whenever you need to ask for and give forgiveness don't just apologize ask for forgiveness give forgiveness and make sure that we're not losing any time in the moment, which leads me to this, because I've got to wrap this up, friends. Be adventurers. If you spend much time with me, there's two things that are going to come out of my mouth in some way. Number one, regardless of how sinful and, and human we act, keep going deep with God. Be an adventurer with God. Go deep with Him. Every time you and I open the Word of God and we pray and we seek the Lord and every time we're in church and every time we're in a wonderful conversation with somebody that we care about about Jesus, it's time to go deep. 
Go deep with God. That's what Paul was saying. Then at the right time, don't give up. We reap what we sow. Go deep with God. You won't be disappointed. Which leads me to the second thing that comes out of my mouth. Are you ready for this? There is no doubt that adventure requires us to go deep with God, but there is no doubt that the best adventures happen with people God has entrusted to our care. Stop thinking you're taking the kids to a soccer practice or to baseball practice. Stop thinking you're going to go attend somebody's game to see what kind of an athlete they are. No, 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 no. That's important. But you know why you're going to the game? Do you know why you're taking them to practice? It's the same reason that you're going to go get an ice cream cone when you're done listening to this message with people that you love. Those are moments where we are together, where we get to love on each other and talk about Jesus and watch how the little moments become life-changing. I had one of those recently. I hope you can understand this picture. About a month ago, I was standing in the Colosseum in Rome. This is Kay in her beautiful bright dress. And I'm standing there, and we are at the entrance of the Colosseum that you've read about in history. And we were in Rome. It was a life-changing day. I'd love to tell you more about that. But I want to encourage you with something. Number one, never forget to take the adventures with people that you love and make sure that you take God with you on those adventures. Because that's where great transformational things happen. But also, can I just say this as we wrap up today? There's no time to lose. Go do what you're supposed to do. Quit saying you're going to do it when you retire. Ken, I have been in, able to travel so many places in the, country, in the U.S., in the country, and in the world. We've taken our kids when they were small on so many trips. We... We have loved doing life with people in our church, people in our family, because time flies. So make it count. Family matters, so make it count. Right now, as we close, I want you to do this. Are you ready? Stop looking at your watch. Stop thinking about what time it is on your phone and just close your eyes and I want you to dream with me a minute. If you could be anywhere with somebody that you love, who is it and where would you be? You got this one? If you could be with anybody or persons that you love, where would you be and who would be with you in that picture? I want us right now to make a commitment to be still and know that God is real. Let's push pause and relax. Let's take time to be in the presence of God and let's make sure the people we love know that God loves them and we love them. Now you got that picture in your mind? I'm going to pray a dreaming prayer for you right now. God, whatever 
is on the heart and mind of the people that are listening to this. I pray that a dreaming prayer that pleases you and empowers love and grace to grow in the hearts of those we love grant the answer to this prayer and fulfill that dream. Help us to believe that this is a season of joy, even if it's hard. And help us not to take for granted what you're doing in our families and what you want us to do. Let, help us, God, to stop thinking about what we've lost and wrap our arms about, around what we can gain. God, help us to focus on you. And, and God, time is short. Help us to make the most of every minute. And may you be pleased. And may our lives be transformed. And the people around us, may they, may they truly be the people that bring us refreshment in seasons that are unforgettable. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I love you. Time flies, so go make good use of it this holiday weekend. And remember, you're not alone. God loves you. I love you. And until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. Hey friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our e-family, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world.